Yuri Prohaska versus Alex Pereira. Very fun main event. Very fun main event. Yuri Prohaska never lost his belt. He's coming back after an injury, which forced him to vacate his light heavyweight championship. Forced out of the fight due to a right shoulder injury. Had to vacate the belt. And he was out ever since so his last fight was december 10th 2022 which is actually surprising i thought he was going to be out for longer uh considering how it sounded you see he didn't even have to vacate the belt they could they could have just made an interim belt if anything because he came back a year later man but he even said himself he was like i don't want to hold up the division you weren't you wouldn't really be holding up the division especially a division like this where there's it, it's so unclear who the champion should be i think out of everyone who is at light heavyweight the true champion even though he doesn't have the belt anymore is yuri at least that's my opinion so i don't think he ever truly lost the belt now he's gonna come back and try to win it back against alex pereira who looks to become a double champion or a two division champion which is insane considering that alex here He's 36 years old now. How old is uh, Yuri? Yuri is... I can't believe Yuri's only 31. Holy shit, man. That's insane. And how many... F and the amount of fights Yuri has too. So to Alex Pereira, this will be his 11th fight. And in 11 fights, he has the opportunity to become a double champion, which is... That's insane, man. Yeah, that's crazy. 11 fights, you became the middleweight champion already. Lost the belt. And then won a fight in your light heavyweight debut against Jan Bohovic. Wasn't the most impressive win, but it was a win against a former champion. Basically, he has wins over two former champions and a current champion in 11 fights. Like, you know, this is, it's very impressive, especially when you consider the UFC signed him after going three and one, gets into the UFC. Like, imagine the UFC signing this guy three and one, and they're like, we, hopefully we can get him to a shot at the title one day and it's like man he exceeded those expectations not only did he get the shot of the title he also won the belt and then moved up to light heavyweight got a win over a former champ and now has the opportunity to become a double champion it's crazy man it's crazy how i was gonna say glover how alex got here but you know glover is a big factor in this fight in my opinion because as we know alex trains with glover Teixeira, the former light heavyweight champ that was Yuri's last fight. His last fight at UFC 275 was against Glover Teixeira. Fight of the year. One of the greatest fights of all time. Honestly, I think I'll put that in my top five of greatest fights of all time. It was just so good. Everywhere the fight went, it was action-packed on the feet, on the ground. Both men had their moments. I thought Glover was winning before the last like 30 seconds of that fight when you had Yuri lock up that rear naked choke. The way Yuri locked up that rear naked choke, it was so sneaky too. It sucked for Glover, man, because he was on his way to winning that fight and then gets submitted, man. Regardless, still a very fun fight, amazing fight. And Glover is training Alex Pereira, which I think is a huge uh, benefit for Alex now that he's going into this fight against Yuri Prohaska. I feel like Glover is going to teach him a lot of things. And, you know, Yuri not yuri uh, alex is one of the best strikers in the ufc right now at least in my opinion this is a, a former two division champion in in glory i was gonna say in glover uh, <laughs> in glory <laughs> former two division champion which is very impressive to do that in in 
uh, a promotion like Glory, a kickboxing promotion like Glory. That's very tough. So he did that, comes into MMA, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate well. Your striking isn't going to translate well. We've seen many kickboxers come into to MMA and then they struggled. And that's what happened when Alex got into MMA in his first fight back in 2015. He loses and it just seemed like, okay, maybe this isn't for him. He wins two more fights in 2016 after that, but then he stops. So his first three fights were in 2015, 2016, and then he stops, focuses on glory, builds his legacy there. And then he comes back into MMA in 2020 and at this point basically israel was building a legacy for himself he was a big name in the ufc and he's like you know what this is an opportunity for me to ruin israel adesanya's life which is basically what what he's been doing right so he gets back into mma in 2020 gets that win and the ufc is like okay let's sign poetan to our promotion I remember like the hype surrounding that. They're like, this is the guy that knocked out Israel Adesanya. And at first I'm like, okay, who cares? That was kickboxing, right? Just like what Duke said here, good example of kickboxing not translating well is Blood Diamond. Exactly. Just cause you're a good kickboxer doesn't mean you're gonna do well in MMA. But uh, Alex Pereira proved otherwise. He got wins over Michaelitis. That was actually a tough fight for him. He got took, taken down in the first round, so it didn't seem good, but then Second round right away connects with that flying knee and punches. It was nasty. And then second fight. That was a tough fight. The second fight against Bruno Silva. Bruno Silva is a tough matchup for anyone in my opinion. But Pereira looked good in this. Got the win by decision. And I think it was an impressive win because it showed he could go all three rounds and do pretty good. So solid win there. Then he fights Sean Strickland. Knocks him out in the first round. And you don't see Sean Strickland get knocked out like that. I don't think Sean Strickland... Er ever got knocked out like that let me see his other defeats man because he got a split decision defeat to jared cannonier oh yeah that spinning uh wheel kick against uh Zaleski dos santos did uh elizio win his last fight draw oh yeah it was a draw <laughs> damn but yeah he hardly does get knocked out and this knockout was back in welterweight you know what i'm saying so that's fine but sean strickland is a is a difficult fighter to finish yet Alex Pereira was able to do it in the first round early in the first round and it really went to show how good Alex was with his striking so basically what I'm trying to get at is that Alex Pereira amazing striker really good and it's translated well in MMA became the champ has the opportunity to become a double champ but with that being said look at this record man this is yuri prohaska's record here like look how much friggin experience he has he's been fighting since 2012 how many fights does he have in total 33 matches man 33 th this is gonna be his 34th fight against alex's 11th fight the experience is drastic and i get it that alex also had experience in kickboxing but it's a different sport yuri has done a lot in mma he's been in many situations and that includes situations where he gets hurt yet comes back and continues to impose his own game that's the thing man it's so interesting with yuri how he gets in trouble in a lot of his fights and it's a lot a lot of it has to do with his unorthodox style it's just weird style to go up against at times it's good but at times it gets him in trouble and we've seen it in the glover Teixeira fight dominic reyes fight he got in trouble in those fights even in fights before that if you watched his fights in ryzen this guy got in trouble quite a bit like this fight with carl albrickston albrick 
Albrechtson. <laughs> yeah, this fight with him. Yuri was getting dominated in this fight before he got the TKO. There's other fights I can name here where it's just like, yeah, Yuri was in trouble. Vadim Nemkov got knocked out by Mo Mohamed Lawal. That was the last time he lost in 2015 and got knocked out. And this knocked knockout happened because of that grueling fight he had moments before on the same day against Vadim Nemkov. So understandably so. But aside from that, man, only three defeats out of 33 matches. Like, what the hell? This guy's insane, man. Absolutely insane. These ones were early into his career, these defeats. Overall, man, just he, he has such a storied career already at the age of 31. Clearly, he he he's really good. And when he entered the UFC, honestly, this run right here, this three-fight run is probably one of the best runs in MMA history. Probably, probably behind... John Jones's 2011 run where John Jones became the champion when he defeated Ryan Bader, Shogun, Rampage, Lyoto. Like that year, in my opinion, is the best year of all time in MMA. But over here, man, for the UFC, we had, it wasn't a year. It was three years. This took three years. Holy. <laughs> but still, like this three fight run here is, is ab absolutely impressive. And the fights were very fun too. Like this fight against uh, Ozdemir was very fun. This one against Dominic Reyes has really put a lot of people's attention on Yuri, man, because what a crazy fight this was. Back and forth crazy fight, Dominic Reyes, man. This was, I think this was Dominic's like last hurrah, man. And uh, he, 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 he went all out in this fight, but Yuri was able to just stick it out and do more. You know, so that happens. Then he gets a title shot against Glover Teixeira at UFC 275, one of the greatest fights of all time. So this three fight run in the UFC, which is his first three fights in the UFC, absolutely crazy, man. Just not only very entertaining, but very impressive. Just the performances that Yuri put in these fights have been great because, see, he's a very good fighter, great with his striking, great on the ground. He shows that he has everything in his game, but he also shows that he's someone who could face adversity. He's someone that can get hurt, but come back. And that's a hard fighter to go up against. And I feel like a lot of it is Yuri's mentality, man. That's what I like about this fight. The, the fighting spirit that both of these fighters have. We have Yuri who fo follows that samurai spirit. And then we have Alex Pereira who has that, what do you even call it, man? He has that spirit, <laughs> that stone cold spirit. There's something that I could say. Anyways, but very impressive, man. Very impressive from uh, Yuri Prohaska so far in the UFC and just in his MMA career as a whole. So who do I think is going to win, man? I think Yuri Prohaska is going to win. That's going to be my pick for this fight because I think the experience is really going to be a factor here. Don't get me wrong, Alex Pereira is tough. Big fighter, even for light heavyweights. And of course, he has that power, man. He could get you one with one shot. And Yuri is one of those guys who gets caught, man. So there is a path where we can see Alex Pereira knocking out Yuri Prohaska. It really could happen. But at the same time, man, I just, I feel like Yuri is going to survive it and he's going to find a way to get the win in here. I think it's going to be another great fight. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. And yeah, I think that's my pick, man. Yuri Prohaska, probably. I don't see this fight going to the decision for either guy, in my opinion. I think it's going to be a finish, maybe third or fourth round. That's that's my prediction. It could even be 
<laughs> second round or even first like i could see a finish in rounds one to four <laughs> which is stupid it's like you might as well save the entire fight but yeah i don't see it going to the decision i think both guys are just too trigger happy for that to happen like they they both go for the finish and i think we're gonna see that here one of one of those guys are gonna go for the finish but i think it's gonna be yuri uh probably by submission i wouldn't be surprised if he gets alex down gets the submission very well could happen so my pick is yuri prohaska for this ufc 295 main event 